comes. Kyanos, flesh comes. A new depth, a new fountain, a new depth, a new fountain. Kyanos! I saw the way you are navigating and moving. You understand your sound. Not just him, all you people, but him especially, because I need your help. <laughs> Hallelujah. Um, first of all, I want to thank God for making it possible for me to be here. Let's start for Jesus. Amen. Again, I want to thank um, every one of you, the leaders, former leaders. I think you prayed. Because if you didn't pray, we don't have the year. And I think there are many people that are hungry for a shift. Hunger is a currency in the spirit. In fact, many times God doesn't even ask you whether you are qualified. All you need to come is hunger. Hunger. Do something to me or I die. Why will I live one more day without touching something tangible? Something that can power my destiny. There are heavy duty destinies. And this is also, they don't come about, they don't come about because you are wishing, you, you, just, you just feel. Maybe even God told you, no. There are angels that power men. <laughs> Amen. So I want to thank all of you. God bless you so much for bringing me here. Again, I want to thank you for your hospitality. I think uh, I've not stayed for long, but the little I've stayed, Ghana is a, a hospitable nation. <laughs> Hallelujah. So we are going to proceed. My fear is whether you have capacity to carry what is coming. I know somebody will say, yes, I have. <laughs> we, we are all there. We thought we were ready until the Holy Ghost laid hands on us. <laughs> Just hold the hands of your neighbor. Let's pray for two minutes. John chapter 16 verse 2. I want to give you prayer points. John chapter 16 verse 2. That's not where I'm going. Or just, just John chapter 16 verse 2. Can it be projected? Is it possible? Can it? John chapter 16 verse 2. Verse 12, brother. Verse 12. 
verse 12. Just give me a flask strings. Let's read it together. One, two, ready, go. It's important that God wants to speak to your destiny. The voice of God is not for information. It is to carry men to a new place. See, let me tell you, the earth will remain the same until God speaks and destinies of men will be trapped at the same level until God speaks. The Bible said that the earth was without form and void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. But a day came and God spoke. God speak. God will speak over your life, your destiny. God will speak over this campus. God will speak over the territory, over Ghana in the name of Jesus. But his capacity. Jesus said, I have things to say. But instead of saying you don't have capacity to bear, Jesus is saying you don't have capacity to bear. So when God speaks, we don't hear, we bear. We bear it, we carry it. I want you to pray for the next two minutes. Ask God, give me capacity to carry your words. Carry the impartation. Carry the shift. Carry the move of God. Increase my capacity. Join me after two minutes. Don't be watching your time. No sound. No sound. After two minutes, join. Just prayer. Hold your neighbor and pray. Sister, pray. Your family depends on what you drop. Somebody pray. Akat wataka, akatakata, isha. 
in the spirit helps him. It is an adventure in the flesh until you are powered. Until you are powered. Can you pray until the Holy Ghost takes over? There is a praying spirit within you. Allow the Holy Ghost now. There is a praying spirit within you. He's a generator. He's a generator. I'm power generator in this spirit.
Something is happening now. Something is happening. God is releasing new capacities in the spirit. New times, new realms, new dimensions. There is a bright spirit within me.
Jesus' name. You can be seated if you can. It is a little more. Hallelujah. Prayer is the mother of all manifestation. When you begin to pray, other things begin to come out that you didn't know were there. That was number one. Number two, prayer is not a gift. Just like Bible study, prayer is a discipline. If you have these things in your mind, we find out that there are no special people that prayer is meant again if we pray well then we pray by the help of the Holy Spirit I want to lay a foundation of the things I want to show you during this weekend but more important than what I want to show you is actually the real, the real issue. It is a school of prayer not because we are teaching things. It is a school of prayer because of the practical, the prayer itself. The real teaching about prayer is not a lecture. It's not even a preaching. It's not even a teaching. The best we can do is to bring you to the point where the Spirit Himself begins to teach you. The Bible said that we have that anointing, that spirit within us. And the capacity of that spirit is that he wants to have a one-on-one interaction with you. So when the teacher or the preacher just opens up a window of possibility in the spirit, your job now is to dive in and interact with that measure of light. A proper teaching or preaching ministry will do something to you. It will open up a window of possibility. See, let me tell you, a teaching has not done anything except for the fact that it opened up a window of possibility in the Spirit, in God for you. That's what it does. Suddenly you begin to see, not not just that you are hearing something, but suddenly you begin to see the possibilities of this thing because the light of God has broken upon you. And, and you know that we can be in church for many years, hear a lot of things from the Bible, and none of them has broken upon us as light. It can end up in our head. And that's why many people that are pastors' children, they became the worst of people on earth. You know why? They heard too much, and none of them was working. They saw exactly the opposite of the things that is being taught as the experiential dimension of their life and the people around them. At some point, they said, this thing doesn't work. If there is anything I will become, it is not this one. I speak from experience because I'm a pastor's child. So, I don't know your father's business. My own father's business is to preach. So, from when I was small, I know more Bible before I gave my life to Christ. I knew Bible. That is to show you that that kind of 
interaction with the scripture is not even good for you. <coughs> Amen? I need to tell you something. <coughs> it is not even good for a man to interact with different layers of this. That's why we made that prayer. If your heart has not been upgraded in the spirit. The word of God is too strong and powerful. Many times when you encounter certain layers of light in the scripture. That is why for Jesus. Are you with me? Help me say amen. amen. Jesus said, I have many things to say. If I'm the one today, I'll go ahead and say all of them. But Jesus said, I have many things to say, but I can't say it. The reason why I can't say it is that you lack the bearing capacity. So you will find out that in this case now, revelation is not the issue. Or trance is not the issue. The issue, you are the issue. The issue is capacity to bear that dimension. So many times for Jesus, he will hold back. But the Bible said when Jesus made this statement, had it been he ended that way, then we are in trouble. But he introduced to us the regime of the Spirit. It was after this moment that Jesus began to call Peter, James, and John and told them to come and pray with him on that mountain that he was transfigured. Can you remember? Okay. When he called them, he told them, there are two times he called them. The first one is for transfiguration. The second one is before he died. So when he called them, what was his request? You know, sometimes... Men of God, some people think that <laughs> I posted a picture where I was eating. And a young man of God said, Apostle, do you eat? You see? So, well, there is a reason, part of the reason why Jesus came is not just to be your Savior. It's not just to be your Lord. It's also for him to be a pattern man. Hmm? The Bible said in all ways he was touched with the feeling of our infirmities. Like he was hungry, that's what we mean. He was tired and it was intentional. In fact, sometimes when he's healing the sick, he does it two times. He met a man that was blind, washed his eye, he didn't see. Say, I'm seeing men like this. He did it the second time. If it's today, when you pray once, it didn't happen, you say, ah, nothing is happening. But Jesus, just so you will learn, just so we will not come today and say that God is not working. He has to do it twice. Hmm? Just so you will know he is hungry, he said, go and buy food for me. That's Jesus. But this point I'm trying to make is just so you know that Jesus himself needs prayer. needed prayer when he was here. He called Peter, James, and John. He said, come, come. Come and pray with me. In fact, he gave them prayer time. He said, watch with me for one hour. That is what I used to, many years ago, when I used to teach about and prayer. I used to call it prayermatics. You don't pray at all. One hour. That's, I'm not the one. Jesus is the one that said what? One hour. One hour. It's not only tithe of money you should give. You should consider giving tithe of time in prayer. Consider it. I'm saying consider it. I'm saying consider it. So Jesus said, why can't you watch with me for at least an hour? Anyway, in this context, it means that you will not be able to properly prosecute the agenda of prayer until you, you put time to it. I know many of you, you say it's not about time, or you think it's not about time. Anything that has quality 
time has to be invested. As a matter of fact, the gift that God gave humanity is time. You know, sometimes we say time is a limitation. No, it's not. It's a gift. Once you are taken out of time, there are many things that can happen. Whether it's redemption, everything we can do, time is a gift that God gave man to affect eternity. So many things can happen within time. In fact, your life is, not, is measured in time. If you go to work, I don't know how they do it in Ghana, but I think there are people that pay per time. Per time. If you spend an hour, they pay you for an hour. It's your life that they are paying for. Even though you don't see it as your life, but they are paying you for, for wasting your life from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. They are paying you. It's your life. After 20 years, you will find out that it's only one car they gave you for your life. If you don't think like this, there are many things you can be doing and live priesthood and live prayer. Not knowing that your life is not properly invested. <laughs> not knowing that you, you have not laid off treasure where nothing can happen to it. If you are me, say Amen. So let's go a little step backward. So when Jesus said, watch with me for one hour, one of the things we notice is that this man slept. In fact, the Bible said that their eyes were heavy with sleep. I want to ask you a question, Daniel. Imagine you being a disciple of Jesus, not just being a disciple. You will notice in Jesus' purpose that he has, he has different layers of relationship with people. First of all, there are the whole people everywhere that whenever he wants to share 5,000, we share fish and bread to 5,000, they gather. These people are, they are just there for what they can get from Jesus. But after that time, there is a disciple. Some of them, we later heard in the book of Acts that there were about 500, I think. But there is a lesser number, the apostles that he chose when he, he prayed. The Bible said that they are 12. Are you getting the point? Now, after that 12, there is also another three inside the 12. Have you not noticed it? Who are they? Number one. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Peter, James, and John. And I need to tell you that the whole New Testament is hinging upon these three apostles. The whole New Testament. All you, all you need to do in understanding this New Testament is to study this thing. In my own opinion, is because one was killed than that the other man of God that wrote the majority of the pieces have to arise. That's by the way. So, if you are the one, stand up again, stand up. If you are the one, sorry for telling you, if you are the one and you are both disciple of Jesus, one, an apostle, two, then an inner cactus of the apostolic order. <laughs> they now call you to prayer meeting with Jesus. Will you sleep? Huh? Don't be too quick to answer. You know, we can easily say, we used to look at Adam and Eve and say, Hi, Adam and Eve, you are still doing the same thing today. The only thing is that it is in a deep, in your own context, you are still sleeping. Huh? There are many watchmen in this land that is asleep. Part of my duty in this conference is to awake the watchmen. Let the gates be manned. There are gates of revival. When we prayed in the spirit, we saw 
that the altar in this campus was high. Because we prayed for months. We saw that the altar is high. That God can do something from here that can affect the land. We saw the investment of people that has passed away. I don't even know this. They just told me this morning that he's 70 years old. So I did not do any online research. I'm doing my research in the spirit. Because we, you can do online research and be wrong. Amen. Listen, listen. You can do online research and be wrong, but you can't search by the Spirit and be wrong. The Holy Ghost searches all things, even the deep things of God. That's the Spirit. So when we saw it, we knew why God is pressing for prayer. When, when I heard that this school of prayer has lasted for how many years now? 31 years. That means there are people that had burden for revival. Yes. Yes. Before there will be revival of anything, there will be revival of prayer first. I know there is a way to say um, people that pray should be holy, people that pray should be these, people that pray should... The reason why you need to pray self is because you can't be that until you pray. There is a way we pray and God will pour out himself. Huh? Have you heard of Maria Woodward Eta? Have you heard of the prayer she made with her colleagues at the Hartford City Revival? They prayed and said, God, walk through the streets. When the Holy Spirit was poured forth, the jail, the cells were empty because the people there, there is something that can be poured from heaven. You stop telling people to be holy. There is a way we present ourselves as being holy. But the dimension of holiness can never be fulfilled in a man until the sanctifying presence comes. It is actually God himself that makes a man holy. Now, there is a responsibility that you have, but you can never achieve the ultimate motive that is in the heart of God until he comes and does it by himself. So the reason why we pray is that there are many things we don't even know. Sorry, my brother. There are many things that we don't even know. But when we begin to pray, prayer fries them out. Fries them out. I tell you, you don't even know your calling until you have prayed for long. Prayed well. Not just by praying for long two years, but praying well in that two years. Putting your spirit, soul, and body in it. Prayer um, is like investment of your soul. So, the way they measure prayer is not necessarily, of course, time must be in it. It's not necessarily because of how loud, how well. Those things helps to make prayer pungent in the spirit, but in its own, it is not what we are looking for. Prayer is measured in essence, is weight, is being measured. So, what God is looking for is for the satisfaction of the measure that it takes for him to break out in a life, break out in a territory, break out in a place. He is looking for that measure. In other words, if the demand for you to break out in your destiny is 50 measure and another person is 10 measure and the two of you begin to pray together in a prayer group who will break out the first? The guy with 10 measure and if you are not wise <laughs> if you are not wise you will say but I have been praying why is nothing happening? The demand of your destiny is heavy. I have a body. My heart has been burning since yesterday night. I could not even sleep. 
I knew that there are people that God must lay hold on in this place. Whether you like it or not, there is something He wants to do. He will grab you. If you live here and you say you want to be normal, no, you can't. You can't be normal. Avengers tapped you out of sleep before. There is a way they will touch you. Sleep, be clear. Yes. You will stop struggling. You wake up, you are dangling up and down. Or you wake up, you say, you say, Shalaba, you sleep five minutes, pray 30 seconds, sleep five minutes. You even stood up to pray, you are walking, you are sleeping. Yes, there are people that stand up and sleep. You wake up in the night and say, I will do two hours. You now lie down close to your bed and then wake up by 5.30 in the morning. It's because the spirit that helps men to pray has not arrived. You are still laboring in the flesh, laboring with your own energy. All of us, we are there. That's why God sent me to come here to tell you. I was there. I will labor, labor. Even when I was younger, my mother would wake us up to pray in the night. Two hours. It's now that I found out how my mother used to pray. I used to think she's not a human being. All of us slept together. She even slept later than us. And then she would wake up in the night and knock us to wake. After praying for 30 minutes. Because those days, 30 minutes looks like 30 months to me. Oh, you don't know. When the Holy Spirit is not helping you, you will see how long time. You don't know how long time is. The day you say, I want to do all night, because doing night BG is not exactly the same thing as all night. All night is all night, minimum of six hours. Hmm? When you want to do all night, you find that this night is longer. This night, very far. Or has it not happened to you? You say, I'll pray for one hour today. And then you began to pray, 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 pray. After praying for long, you check time. It's five minutes that pass. <laughs> you see, you people are guilty. You see, we need help from the Holy Spirit. We need, we, the problem is this. Just because you cannot, doesn't mean that the requirement for your destiny will be lowered. That's the problem. If there is a way we will now manipulate God, one of my friends, those they told me, is there no shop called? Is there that he has... He has learned a way to manipulate things in his life. Can he manipulate his way around God? I told him, he asked me if there is a way. I told him I don't know any way. But I will be searching. If I find, I will tell him. Till today I have not found. And it's been long, many years, almost 10 years. I told him I have not found. Huh? We have received a kingdom that cannot be moved. The only thing that will happen is that we will receive grace to serve. We receive grace. What I want to tell you is that if a man prays or does anything, he is not special. He is the grace of God. And I need to tell you, if it is born of the Spirit, it can be replicated. Huh? So we cannot look at one man and say, Hoi! Not if... No. If he is born of the Spirit, it can be replicated. And that is why I am here to teach you and show you practically. Oh my God. I see men praying and they can't stop. Somebody came and met me and said, What did I do to him? That he can't stop praying now. Do you know why he can't stop praying? He is behind schedule. 
That prayer, you are, this prayer you just started praying and you should start it five years ago. Because if you have been praying the way you should, there are things that should have been held in balance in your family, held in balance in your ministry, held in balance in the campus, held in balance. But because you did not start on time. So God is mounting more pressure on you now because you did. And He is releasing more grace. Meanwhile, if you refuse and leave this school and then marry, hmm? you marry and then have what do they call twins in this place? Huh? Huh? That's in you, Odi. That's in you. <laughs> when you marry, you have twins. They will now call you Mama Twins. With your job, with your husband, with family. Guess what? The demand of your calling has not changed. The only thing that kind of person can do is to is to run away from his calling. When you appear before Jesus, you will be ashamed. People think it's just about going to heaven. Oh, God showed me some things that made me level. There is a reward system in heaven. So, when you say around us, you need to know what we are talking about. We need to appear before Jesus and we will be appraised. The judgment seat of Christ has four, four things there. There is, there is reckoning. There is rebuke. There is reward, but there is rebuke too. Jesus said that before my father, I will be ashamed of you. Do you know what it means for Jesus to be ashamed of you? When the Bible was speaking about the cross of Jesus Christ, he said that he despised what? The pain? What did he despise? Shame or pain? You know, sometimes you'll be thinking it's pain. It's not pain. Huh? It's shame. So we need to know what is shame. That is by the way. So there are many people that walked with Jesus physically. Jesus was their pastor. Yes, they can't pray. Jesus. Jesus was their pastor. They can't pray. So Jesus looked at many things concerning their destiny. He said, I have many things. I have many things. But even prayer, you cannot stand in the place of prayer. He said, what I will do now is that I will bring the Holy Spirit I will bring him. And one of the things that we noticed in the book of Acts chapter 6 is that these apostles rose. The Bible said in the days that the church multiplied, that there was disagreement between the Jews and the Greeks and the Grecians concerning the matter of administration, the sharing of food. Peter looked at this matter and said, brothers and sisters, in verse 4, he said, that we, we will give ourselves to the ministry of the word and what? Prayer. Now I want to ask a question. The same Peter, are you seeing where we are going? The same Peter that cannot pray for one hour, even when Jesus was there physically, is now saying, I want to give myself to prayer. The question is, what happened between the time that Jesus left on earth? Peter slept on the mountain in prayer meeting with Jesus and Acts chapter 6, where he said, I give myself to prayer. What happened in between? Suffer me, Holy Spirit. I didn't hear you. Suffer me, Holy Spirit. That is why the Bible said, See, I'm going to send the comforter to you, and he will take of mine and give to you. That means that prayer is a reality that is captured within the office of Christ. I need to tell you that something is functional 
in the heart of the believer and within the church because it is functional in the throne of the Christ. What I'm saying is that you can't do anything that is not captured within Christ. Christ is all exclusivity and all inclusivity. It means that what is not in Christ is not for it. That is why when a believer gets born again, the, all the teachings, fundamental teachings of the faith is your in Christ realities. Because that is where you are educated on the boundaries that makes for your experience. So what is not within that boundary is not meant for you. Meanwhile, your powers of execution and administration of your destiny and ministry is captured within the boundary of Christ. That means what happens is that, just like the Bible said, let's come to the throne of grace. That means there is a throne that governs grace. There is a throne that there is a government of grace. Are you with me? Now, if a man doesn't understand these things I'm teaching, you can just, you can just be wishing that something will happen, it will not happen. You can labor in the flesh. You can stay within the limited measure of, of grace that has been you have touched. And you can stay down and be thinking that there is no more. You can even be complaining. You can even be saying, ah, this one is not for us. That There are people that are meant for prayer. Then people are meant for the word of God. Then people are meant for this. No. What God called you is to be a priest. And all these are the requirements of priesthood. You can't take out any of these stones. You can't take out any. If you take it out, you can't enter. Certain gates will be shut to you in the spirit. If you only say amen. So, the same Peter that cannot pray came to a point after he encountered the spirit of prayer. Are you getting the point? Because you need to ask yourself. In the same place that Peter, James and John failed in their prayer endeavor, that is where Jesus prayed the highest prayer he has ever prayed. The Bible began to tell us in the book of Hebrews, I think chapter 7, he said that Jesus raised a strong cry to him that is able to save him and raise him. He said he, he was heard in that he feared. That means that was when Jesus, oh my God, I don't want to go far. It is at Gethsemane that Jesus really died. It is not on the cross. It is at Gethsemane. If you have not died at Gethsemane, you can't even go to the cross. You will reject the cross. It is at Gethsemane that Jesus... It is when he died to his will. Then the nun carried him. By the time he is getting to the cross, it is now a matter of whatever you want to do with my life. Huh? I need to tell you, part of the reason you need to pray and press in hard to God, into God, is so that your will can be broken down. Many people cannot tell God now, do whatever you want with my life. They can sing it in a song. Sorry, man of God. But there are many songs we are singing and we are lying. I used to say it and people don't. You say, take all of me, all of me, Lord. And many times God will just say, give me two hours in the night. You can't give God two hours in the night. And you say, take all of me. You say, just hold everything. Just give me two hours. Keep the rest. But you can't bring two hours. You say, take all of me. You are a liar. <laughs> See, tell yourself the truth there is what we call brutal truth so you can make progress are you getting the point uh -huh. there are many songs we have sung we don't really mean it the problem is that there is an environment that you can create in the spirit when you sing such song whether you mean it or not they will take you serious you don't know that's what that's what we happen in this meeting that's the, this meeting is one of such meetings 
when you come and say, God, if you give me grace, I will wait all night for the rest of this year. They will mark it for you. Uh, yes. After two weeks, I, you wake up one night and say, God, that thing I said, I don't mean it all. <laughs> when you stand before the immortals, they don't understand this kind of say today, become this one, today, become this one tomorrow. There is no shadow of turning. There is no shadow of turning. In that place, your year is your year. If you say yea and you want to say no, they will reject it. And as long as you live, your life will be in disalignment, disarray, until you come back to where you said yes. Yes. There are many of us, many of my friends like that, who were in campus and God moved and we say yes to God. And then when we left, we experienced the good things of life. Married, had kids, went on vacation, had car, drove it. He said, God, we need to interpret the year that we said. Let's interpret the year. I'm not, it's not that serious the way we said it. It's, it's youthful exuberance that made you. That's what some people say. It's youthful exuberance. Unfortunately, God takes the prayer of the youth more serious than any other prayer. I need to tell you, that's a fact. The prayer you pray as a youth is more important to God than the prayer you pray at any point in your life. That is why many times, when you finish making investment in your youth, you can reap it in your old age. If you agree so far, say amen. amen. Jesus said, when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will communicate to you both truth as a spiritual fact and truth as a spiritual reality. All these, these two stratas, administration of truth, is the sole ministry of the Holy Spirit. It is an important matter such that Jesus could not even communicate it. For two reasons. One, one is that, hmm, I want to show you something from the scripture. I want to maybe read one or two places. If we don't finish it in the evening, we'll continue. If we don't finish it in the evening, tomorrow morning we'll continue. If we don't finish it tomorrow morning, the last night is revival night. So I'm not sure we will teach too much. But for now, let's be teaching. Listen. Truth as a spiritual fact is something that is established. Just like I can look at this, my brother now, and say, he's a man. Are you getting the point? Are you a man? According to human being. But according to Luke chapter 18 verse 1. Huh? Are you a man? This is my brother. <laughs> he doesn't want to answer. <laughs> There are some scriptures you will hear, you want to rebel against it. It's not true. It's not true. When you become serious with God, you will be the one saying that it is true. Because actually that is how God communicates reality, as I will tell you. There are many things you don't believe it. Like people like us. Me? I fought tongues. I fought the move. It's not as if I fought. I rejected it. The move of the Spirit, speaking in tongues. <laughs> Those days, and I was pastor's child. I was 12, around 2001, 2003. For those days, we will see there is what is called rhapsody of realities. He came to one side, we were watching in the television. He just looked at someone and said, 
and the person fell. Then I lie. How can you blow? This person just want to fall. Not even. How can a full grown man just fall? I say he's a lie. <laughs> That's how you will keep saying encounters and possibilities in the spirit is a lie because you are lazy. The day you become serious and journey into God, you will be the one that will be a testifier of the same thing. Are you with me? If you help me, say amen. Now, I need you to know. Huh? Oh my God. There is what we call being a witness. But for a man to be an accurate witness, he has to be an embodiment of the testimony of God. Maybe we don't have time to go there. Testaments, testimony and witness. That's what God called us to be. You cannot witness for God more than you have imbibed inside of you. Things that flow from Christ. All these things are Christ. But when he enters you, it flows from you. And men look at you. When they look at you, they will now see beyond you that the content of reality that you have embodied is not pointing at you. It's pointing at somebody superior to you. That the things being manifest and expressed through your life, we cannot trace it to you. I know I know Chedu for when he's small. He can't talk. Me talk. <laughs> I can't talk. I can't. I can't say anything. I can't do anything. But when God began to flow through me, all those things cleared. Because that is what is captured within my ordination. If witness will be born to the name of Christ, then something has to open within my belly. So when men see me operate here, they know me from when I'm small. They will know that this experience, this expression is beyond what we know this man. Huh? Naturally, how we know this man. Then they will have to, that means this experience and expression can, be, can only be traced to another thing or another person. That is what it means to bear witness. It means that there are experiences, things happening in your life and through your life that cannot be explained because do they do first class here? What do you call? Do they do first class here? <laughs> that cannot be traced to your first class certificate. We know you are intelligent, but this one is beyond human intelligence. Something eternal, something immortal. The outflow of divine life, resurrection power is flowing through a man's system. I know I can gym in the gym. I know I can do press up. Can you do press up? Huh? How many can you do, my friend? Huh? Fifteen. Mm. You that is laughing, how many can you do? Huh? Even though I can do gym and then my muscles and biceps come out. If you carry me to prayer, I cannot last for 30 minutes. Just because you can gym for two hours doesn't mean you can last in prayer for one hour. I hope you know. It will mean that the mind, you will see a slim lady, very small, petite slim lady, she will come to prayer. Hey! There is a lady I saw one time, she just bent like this for two hours, like this. Try it, you will have waist pain. When she finished, <laughs> when she finished, she was doing as if nothing happened to her. It's resurrection power at work. When resurrection power enters, hey, don't clap yet. When resurrection power enters your being, you function beyond the limitations of your humanity. Eh? The immortal flashes of divine life can find expression through you. That is why we sang a song. We said, we pray, but it's not us. When you look at us, you miss the point. You are missing the point. Look at the spirit that prays. 
The reason why I'm telling you this is because prayer is ongoing on earth. Because prayer is going on in heaven. The intercessory ministry of the Christ is a functional office. And that is why men can stand on earth and begin to ask God that his hands come down. The Bible said that we have a mediator, even Jesus Christ. He stands in the gap and says, Lord, all the things you said you will do and the things that have done that have nourished men, I stand in the gap to ensure that all of them came. Why will you be sleeping when what God said about this campus has not come to pass? We need men to rise up and then the mortal powers will work within our members. Such power that can make you stay for long. People will be asking, why are you praying like this? Why are you praying? You don't know. A, a millionaire soul locked himself up in a room and was praying and crying tonight. The father called him and said, why are you crying and praying? What is your need? Let me solve it for you. The millionaire cannot understand why his son, that has everything he needed, will lock himself and be crying. That young man has encountered eternities. The burdens of God is on his heart. Brothers and sisters, I'm not a preacher, I'm a burden bearer. Sometimes it will be too heavy on me that the only way is to grow. To grow. To grow. That's the only engine that has the weight. To carry what is happening in my heart. When he became too serious for Jesus, that was what he did at Gasamini. When he became really serious. Oh. to make your heart the seat of his burden. Ask him that you are tired of being lightweight in the heart. You can't survive prayer for long if you don't have bodies. You will just know that you are expending yourself in the natural. Give me heavy bodies, so come. I want to stay in prayer, but my body is weak. Give me bodies! I see the angels of the living God moving and they are marking the faces of people. Take this prayer serious. What you call ministry is simply a burden. Jesus said my burden is to do the will of my father and to finish it. Angels are casting 
burdens. <laughs> burdens, burdens. Sister, that's the burden of God coming upon you. Young man, receive the burden. Farata kape biatolia, panta kapa hi kapa tambela, sosa kaparia, ampeta kambarata satelia, apapa pala kapa pala, saka pete kapa, apapa paka papa 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 Overload me with body. Overload me. Overload me. Overload me. Give me body. Give me body. Holy Ghost. Body is the language of prayer. Shaka pepianta papo. Afata kapra. Pray little more. Ataka peni. Vata paka pampa. Wata paka te. Wata te. Wata paka paka. Wata na. Matthew chapter 27. 
Matthew chapter 27. Something will happen in this campus. You can sense it in your heart. Something will happen. This campus cannot, it can't be held back. And it's beyond this campus. It will affect subsequent generations and the land and Ghana. People will live here and carry that revival fire and torch to every place that they find themselves. Even nations beyond Ghana are implicated in this meeting. Years to come, they will trace their encounter to this meeting. I speak to you by the word of the Lord. This meeting will make you. If you will yield to what the Holy Spirit is doing. The glory of God is hanging in this place. As we are praying, it is moving, expanding, expanding, expanding in the land, in the campus. The more we pray, it expands more. People that are not here will be having encounters. Things will be happening to them because of what you are doing here. So you need to keep doing it. Watchers will arise and man the gates of the land. Men of purity, men of holiness, men of authority, men of power. Priests of God. God will increase your measure. In Jesus. Mighty. In Jesus. So as I was saying, my time is almost up, so let me round up. As I was saying, one of the things, or rather the fundamental thing you understand, is that we can only do something as believers. And it will be functional. Because the office of the Christ affords such reality. Are you getting the point? And that is why Jesus knew. He didn't blame them too much when they could not pray with their natural ability. He knew that the problem is that the capacity to pray and the reality of prayer is something that is domiciled within him. And as of the time that he was here physically, the Bible said in him dwelt the fullness of the Godhead. What? Bodily. It means that Jesus all the the Godhead tabernacled within him and they were, it was trapped. No leakage. Are you getting the point? Meanwhile, what you need to function is what is captured within Christ. The Bible said, God has made Christ unto us power, wisdom. And I need to tell you, God has made Christ unto us everything. Now, this is it. The Bible said, I want to teach you something. 
Now, what the Holy Spirit, when the spirit of prayer comes, it is not as if it is spirit of prayer, Holy Spirit. No. It is the reality of prayer that is captured within Christ. That he could not communicate to Peter, James, and John on that day that they prayed with him on the mountain. Even though he was calling them to pray physically, God is telling a man that this is the demand of your destiny. The person cannot carry it. But a time came, the Holy Spirit spoke the same language, but no more in cognitive terms. Have you not heard prophecies about your life that you'll be a man of God, that God called you? Am I the only one that they have prophesied over and told that you will be? Guess what? That prophecy doesn't mean anything. In fact, what is more important is the spirit of the prophecy, not the words of the prophecy. Amen. The spirit of the prophecy, what it does is to bring you into the activities that can make for the manifestation of them. Now, the spirit of prophecy pulls you into the activities that will make prophecy to manifest. Now, assuming you did not know what was spoken about you and you are doing what it will take for you to come there, will you come there or not? But you did not know. Meanwhile, assuming you know what you are supposed to become and you are not aligning to the demands of that prophecy. Will you come there? So who is at advantage? It means that in this context, prophetic words are not an advantage for a man that has not received the capacity to live by the demands. So when Jesus looked at his disciples, his apostles, he knew just telling them to pray is not enough to bring them to the experience of prayer. Meanwhile, the expression of the mandate that they are carrying cannot cannot come until they give themselves, I didn't say pray, give themselves to prayer. By the time you advance in the book of Acts, you will find out that they, they mastered the art of prayer. To the point that they started giving prayer certain names and use certain nomenclatures to define the experience. We are in the school of prayer now, is it not true? To define the experience of prayer. At some point, they said they gave themselves to prayer. At some point, the Bible said, when Peter was arrested, the Bible said that they what? Made prayer. <laughs> that means prayer in this context is a complex work of apothecary. That means you don't just, it's not just that you are praying, you see it as a master. How many of you, you are so, studying pharmacy here? Pharmacy. Aha! There is what is called pharmacognosy. I don't know. Is there now? Pharmacokinetics. <laughs> I'm not a pharmacist, but I have to use this word to release my body. We need to produce drugs that will be pungent to cure illnesses. Are you getting the point? So you need to sit as an apothecary. That is the old word for pharmacy. You sit like this. Eh? That's how God taught Moses to teach Aaron and his sons the rules of priesthood. Eh? For example, he taught them the law of the bond of faith. This is priesthood. This is not just, this is not just their priest. He taught them that one of the law of bond of faith is consistency. He said that it is the law of the bond of him because the fire shall be burning there all night in the morning. Somebody is saying, why must I pray all night? The Bible is saying it is a law of priesthood. If you want, are you getting the point? If you want consistent glory upon your life, then you must learn how to stay at the altar consistently. Huh? And such a man, Satan can't, he can't find you. You, you can't be weak. He will wait for long for you to be weak. You cannot. Because every day he is waiting, you will be there. The things I tell you about are the things I've touched. The reason why I'm using scripture 
is because it is not needful now for me to tell you my own story. Huh? But, hi, what our eyes have seen and our hands have handled, such we communicate to you. Even if I'm not saying anything, the experience is already happening to you. What I'm doing is to explain to you what is happening to you already. You will see, when you leave, your mouth will be moving. It will stop. <laughs> Even if you close your mouth, your heart will be moving. It will be moving. It will be moving. You see, as if something is burning. It's burning. It, it, the only way you can express it is... <laughs> you can't stop. You think we are like this because we want to. No! The Holy Ghost held us hostage. He said there are nations, there are territories, there are souls in view. There are congregations. You can pastor a congregation for 10 years. They will not enter into their ordination because you don't have what it takes to push them. You think people change because of those your words. They change because of spirit and life, not your words. Uh, you have to get to the place where spirit and life is better. And the governing principle of life in the kingdom is priesthood. So a man that doesn't know priesthood doesn't know the path of life. It is in priesthood that life is released. In fact, the fundamental reason why God instituted priesthood is that priesthood should be the instrument, the vehicle through which he can transport life from eternity into time. And that is why when the priesthood of Aaron could not transport life, it was done away with. Not because what they are doing is not mirroring what God is doing. It's the same thing in the natural, but there is no life in it. So they can tell you, don't lie, but they can't give you the, there is a capacity, there is a life expanding. There is an organic reality within a man that when it comes there, you can't lie. Beyond the fact that you are told, pray, there is an organic life that comes in. And then you pray. So, the office of the Christ is the one that houses the ability to pray. Meanwhile, when Jesus was working here physically, the office has not been activated. Follow me. Is it not true? That is what Peter said in the book of Acts chapter 2. When he was explaining to them the event of the Pentecost, he said that this is that. And he began to explain. He said at the later end that the same Jesus you crucified is now number one. What? The Lord. Number two. And the Christ. And the proof of this is this Holy Spirit that you are seeing shed forth here. It means that the outpouring of the Spirit is a testimony to an event that took place in the heaven. The coronation of the Christ will be culminated, will be consummated by an outpouring. That is a proof that the Christ has been coronated. Are you with me? It means that an, an office has been activated. It didn't start existing, but it was activated. Huh? Are you with me now? So, that activation of that office moved all the reality. Jesus, this is what happened. Jesus moved all of his reality. Remember the Bible said, in him dwelleth the fullness of the Godhead bodily. So he can stay with his disciples and pray, but they can't pray. And do many things, but they can't do it. What is the problem? He is carrying it. It cannot be dispensed to them within that. That instrument cannot. So we are looking for another person. The Bible said, Jesus said, when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will lead you into truth, the spiritual path, and lead you into truth, the spiritual reality. The implication of this, please, I'm, I'm explaining to you, follow me now. The implication of this is that when the office of the Christ was activated, Jesus took all of that reality he was carrying that he cannot communicate. As, as a natural man living at the galley, you know, there is a song we used to sing when we are small. I don't know whether they sing it in Ghana. 
I love the man of Galilee. Do we sing it here? He has done so very much for me. The man of Galilee is powerful, but the man of Galilee will give you bread and tea in you. But when you want to execute on behalf of God, you need to know the throne of the Christ. The man of Galilee can no more suffice. And I can prove to you from the scripture that there are different layers of interaction with the person and office of the Christ. Amen. If you are with me, say amen. amen. So Jesus took all of his facts and reality and invested it in his office now. Are you now seeing it? And from that office there can be what that office retains is a capacity of an outpouring. Are you with me? That is what Peter was trying to explain in the book of Acts chapter 2. He said that in the book of Acts chapter 2 that the, Jesus is now the Lord and Christ. And it necessitated, it gave credence, it activated the office of the Christ. And the first proof is that the Holy Spirit is poor. It means that that office has the capacity to pour. Chapter me to pour. Yes. So the things that are realities and facts in Christ... When it comes into that office, it can be what? Paul. Are you with me? It can be what? Paul. This is what happened. So Jesus was now waiting for the regime of the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit came, you know what he does? You know you cannot pray for two hours before. Hmm? This is, Jesus will tell you, pray for me when he was physically here. Pray with me one hour. But when the Holy Spirit comes to tell you to pray, you know what he does? <laughs> He will take the reality of prayer and put it in your hands. When you now discharge that body for two hours, you will now tell somebody that I can pray for two hours. Lord. Meanwhile, when you tell the same man pray for two hours, he can't pray. But when God comes in his heart with the energy, attendant energy, huh? the person will be the one to testify of the reality that the Holy Spirit administrated. So this time around, the Holy Spirit does not speak to your ear in his communications. Are you seeing why the Bible said, I have many things to say. He doesn't speak to you. What he does is to communicate the reality of his essence. So when he communicates the reality of prayer, you will come out praying. Not hear prayer. You will come out what? Praying. When he communicates the reality of holiness, when you come out, you see, masturbation, whatever, it dies. I know there is a demand for you to, you know, come and be, you know, um, disciplined, stop following people, stop watching. There is an encounter you will have. Eh? If you see a naked woman, you will not be moved. It's in the Bible. The same David that took somebody's wife, a season came in his life. They took a young lady. Have you not read it now? They took a young lady, gave him, now, they gave him free of time. Before he used to go out. But this time around, they took a young lady and said, come and warm him. After David died, they found out that nothing happened to the lady. You don't know what God can do to you. Eh? Your appetite for food will die. I speak of the things I know. You know, sometimes when I say food, food, stuff, people think I was born like this. No. There is what they call... When I was in primary school, there is what we call, we have two sessions in a day in primary school. The one you do in the morning, then in the afternoon we call it lesson. I don't know what they call it here in time. So, but during that lesson, they will bring afternoon food for you. What is afternoon food called now? 
Eh? They'll bring the lunch for you. So, my mother delayed for 15 minutes. I began to cry. Yes, that was my own story. My food did not arrive. 15 minutes, I began to cry. That's how much I love food. That's how much I love food. Until years later, I found out that too much food is incompatible with my destiny. Hey, I'm talking to somebody. The person is arguing with me. He's saying, he's saying, but, but Lord, this one is not too much. You are the one I'm talking to. Keep eating food. You will arrive 10 years later with big stomach and no destiny. I'm not against big stomach, but when you have big stomach, make sure your destiny came out alongside it. Amen. Uh, amen. Uh, listen, listen to me. I love food and I love sleep. When God became serious with me, these are the two things he told me to drop at the altar of consecration. Sleep and food. Me, my sleep. <laughs> my problem is that the night is too fast. When I sleep, I will travel in an aircraft, play football. You are doing it. I will act, finish the movie. I watch part one, I will finish it in my dream. I day strong for my dream. I will be doing many things. Before you know it, it's six in the morning. They will wake us for morning devotion. Why is it that this night is always fast? Am I the only one? Ah, you know, as if I'm saying something strange. I know I'm talking to you. I'm a, you see, the, my experience is not peculiar to me. It is the weaknesses of humanity. And that is why the Holy Ghost comes. And that is why our antidote is an objective reality. It is not something that is subjective. It is something that if you open your heart to the light of the scripture, then God will now step in and begin to show you the expressions of the same thing that is speaking. It doesn't take time. It takes an encounter. You can leave this meeting and pray for eight hours. You can if you want. You can. You can. You can leave this meeting and then you will be praying and God will create a hotspot. You know what is a hotspot? There are people that have prayer life, but there are people that have prayer life for other people. Now, people pray because they are praying. It's another layer. You know, you can pray and people, you are just a prayer, you are just praying. But there are people, when they, they are praying, they are not even saying anything. When they are praying, you will pray. Once you see them praying, you will know. A man of God finished praying in a room and came out. Somebody now entered and visited him. He said, the person said, hmm, prayer is smelling here. There is prayer is smelling. <laughs> You pray it in prayer. Prayer. Your room will be smelling prayer and fire. Prayer and fire. That's not the kind of place you can fornicate with. You have not charged your room well. That's why they will come and tell you, your bed is fine. Oh. Your bed is fine. When fire is in the room. Mommy, <laughs> so, let me tell you why. Look at it. If you bring a pot and cook a soup, if the soup is cold, what will flies do to it? They will perch. As long as the soup is hot, 
We are not saying that flies are not existing. But as long as the soup is what? Hot. The reason why they perched on you is because you became cold. Now, for some people, it's not as if you are cold, cold. It's not as if you are cold, cold. It's just like you are not hot enough. There are things that can survive at certain temperatures. Certain things. It, some have gone. Some, if you check, some things have gone, but some remain. It's because the temperature and pressure of cooking need to be increased. You need to go a much higher. Somebody told me the things he's suffering. I asked him, Have you prayed? Have you fasted? He said, ah, He has been praying and fasting, but nothing changed. I said, Okay, tell me exactly what you mean by prayer and fasting and Bible study. He said, He reads, sometimes he reads, he reads one chapter and then he prays for 30 minutes and then he fasts for 6 to 12. Let me say it for your notice today. 6 to 12 is not fasting. I know you will not agree. Tell them I said so. Because the only thing that happens is that you forgot your morning food. If somebody forgot, forgets his morning food, you forget breakfast, is that why I'm fasting? When you become serious as a businessman, you are not getting the point. I came, I'm coming from a business area of Nigeria. And I can tell you as a fact that many of them forget breakfast. Not because they want to go, because if you if you are too interested in breakfast, you will miss. When I was in the university, some lectures take place by 7 a.m. And I don't know about KUST, but I went to University of Nigeria, and if a, a lecture is coming by 8 a.m., people have filled the hall by 6, by 5.30. If you come by 6.30 in the morning for a lecture of 8 a.m., I'm not sure it happens here, is it not true? Uh-huh. That's why you don't understand this one. You need to come to Nigeria to understand this one. New Science Lecture Theater. <laughs> People will feel there by 6.30 a.m. for a lecture of 8 a.m. If you want to attend this class, will you insist on your breakfast? It's common sense. This comes, I'm not saying if you want to attend lecture, this lecture that people fill the hall. In fact, by seven, you will not find standing space. Standing. I'm not saying sitting. What did I say? Standing. There is no standing space. I'm not exaggerating. In fact, I'm not saying it enough. I'm, I'm not saying it enough. But you, you want to be one of the first. You want to be in the front row of the move of God. Yes, they are, they are rose. You want to be, you want to be in front. Those days, I didn't know that God will use me like this. But I was praying one prayer. I said, God, I don't know what you are doing. Wherever you are doing, however you are doing, I want to be in the front row. That's all I wanted. If you want to be in the front row, you will forget your breakfast for long. <laughs> it's not about... Pay attention. Pay attention. Pay attention to me. Pay attention. Leave that one. Leave that one. If you want to be in the front row, you will forget your break. I'm not saying you are fasting. When you start fasting, we will know. Like, three days dry, that's what it means that you have started fasting. Have you done three days dry before? Why now? How did you manage to come here? You try, yo. Okay, you have done three days dry fasting. Raise your hand, raise your hand. Ah. Why are you 
people crying for revival now. How will he come? Hey. You will see what will happen to you. You will fast. You will fast. Jesus told them I'm leaving. You will fast. Uh, uh, uh. You will fast. There is no option. All these things we are running away. We are postponing our day. We are postponing. Stop postponing. We are postponing. Let's, now that you are in fact, now that you are in campus, do something about your destiny. When you leave, it's not that easy. Maybe I don't know about Ghana. I think everything is, everything is easy in this Ghana. Is it not? You know, I'm seeing everybody. Everybody is hospitable. Look at the president. He's looking very handsome and fine. Which is, no, things are easy in Ghana. Things are <laughs> everybody is looking very handsome and fine. There is nothing bad happening in Ghana. Life is very, very... That's, that's what it, but if if there are demons in Ghana, if there are demons, are there demons in Ghana? <laughs> if there are demons in Ghana, you will pray. You will fast. Yes. As a matter of fact, when we prayed in the spirit, what we saw was the activity of voodoo and cobweb. In this nation, are they into voodoo in this nation? Huh? Hey! It took long for us to break into that barrier. Meanwhile, you, you, you come. You come and say, God called me. And you are sitting on that cobweb and doing ministry. On that cobweb. <laughs> the day that cobweb will be activated, including you and the people you are pastoring, you are pastoring them into darkness. The Bible said in the book of Revelation chapter 3, it said that there is a place called the headquarters of Satan. It said, the seat of Satan. The seat of Satan, there is such a place. That is where some people are being ministered. The Bible said that even some of them died. They were killed because of where they are doing it. Are you with me? If you help me, say amen. When the reality of prayer was invested in the office of the Christ, what happened is that God just communicates the reality of prayer. And then you begin to pray. It's my time over. This one, everybody is now. They are now just this. You check my time. I think my time has finished. Is it not? Am I correct? If we stop. Even this one they gave me, the best thing is pray with it. Amen. If I start speaking now, open your heart. The first thing God will do is to bring the witness of the burning altar to you. Altars that burn. Altars that are alive. You can have an altar and it is dead. Altars are like airports. There are certain airports that cargo airplanes cannot land. I was at Accra airport. He came to Kumasi. They are not the same. Do you think they are the same? What is the difference? The size. Not just the size by landmass, but the size by capacity and equipment available. Are you getting the point? An altar is like that airport. What can land on that airport 
is dependent on his capacity, his sight, his sight. The things you are crying for, God can land. The cargoes is <laughs> when you pray. One of the things that happens when a man prays is that the spirit will give birth. The spirit will give birth. Are you with me now? The spirit will give birth. It means simply what it means is that things, cargoes, are being ferried from the realm of the spirit into the natural. It means that you are conduits of divine things. The things of God. You are conduits of divine things. And if a man will be able to do such a thing, then he has to create an allowance that can accommodate the experience that he wants. God can land at your airport like this. God can land. He can land. You have heard the story of the man that brought the revival that prayed and God told him at two more hours. It has been the story of many people. What God is telling a few of us is to expand your altar. This 30-30 minutes is good. It can get you to heaven. Amen? So after me, 30 minutes prayer can get me to heaven. <laughs> but there is a destiny to fulfill. There is a destiny. Later on in the sessions to come, I will teach you what is priesthood and why we need to give ourselves to If you don't know this thing, there are many things you can't do. Because God is not just your father. God is the king of the universe. Do you know that they have a list in this Kumasi? If rain falls, rain will fall for him. You are not, if you think well, you find that if you are God, for the fact that he said he's not for God and he's working against God, if I'm God, if you are God, what will you do? You will stop rain, at least stop rain for him. You don't know the responsibility. You need to think like God to understand what is priesthood and understand your duty. Huh? What God is holding is beyond you. It's beyond even the believers. In fact, it's even beyond the church. The church is, is the instrument of warfare. There is a kingdom that has been lost and all the projects of God that is being formed out through the church is the recovery of the lost kingdom. That's what man lost. Huh? The recovery of that kingdom. So when you appear and you give yourself daily to prayer, what God is doing through your vessel is what we call recovery. me recovery. The, t- the land, territories that has been lost to the enemy is being recovered. And the ability of God to walk through your vessel is determined by how much you have given yourself to prayer and priesthood. God can, not that God doesn't have the power. God has the power and he wants to do more. But he can only do to the tone that you are yielded, submitted to what it takes for God to fry out through your life. So you will see men, they, you will, they will have potentials and abilities that can shape this campus. Revivalists of the first order, they will live and die and nothing came out. Huh? All they had was a record of men that came before one. They lived, married, died. It will not be your story in the name of Jesus Christ. You are going to ask God to give you an altar that is burning. My prayer this morning is that I can find hundred of you. Huh? Hundred people that will vow that I will not continue like this. That something has to shift. I might be doing well, but am I doing it? There is a quota that needs to be met. And one minute before the quota is met, nothing will happen. The Bible said when the door of Pentecost was fully come, it means that 
daily they come, there was an approximation. Yet, nothing happened until the full measure was met. Huh? So, if you have carried for a, just one day before that day, nothing will happen until the full measure. See, these demands are not emotional. They are standards set in the spirit. And that is why any of us can step into his function. Have a body. Have a body that willing men will arise and say, use me as a vessel. Use me as a weapon to break. Break the, the limitations and powers that have held the territory bound. Wield me like an axe in the spirit. The Bible said, we are God's battle axe and wields us like weapons. So when you are praying, you are no more praying. You are no more praying the said prayer or to increase your prayer life. No. You know you are a weapon. And as long as God has a work to do in this campus, you are yielding. After two hours, others are stopping in two hours. You say, have you finished your work in this campus, oh God? Hmm? They are tired. You are going on. You are going on. You are going on. You are, go- you are a weapon. You are a partner in divine project. Let such men arise. Arise on the wings of might in the spirit. Arise on the wings of divine energy. Arise on the wings of grace. And begin to execute the works that God has given. There is never a man of God. The Bible said, give me a little bit. The Bible said, pray the Lord of harvest to send thee more leprous. That is the scarcity of what we have. Not assignments. There are things to do, but there are little leprous. Men that can carry and say, I give you my womb until things are better. Huh? Oh my God. How far are you willing to go? God is ready to go with you all the way. As long as you can yield your vessel, you are going to cry this morning and ask God, give me an altar that can carry what you want to do.
Can you rest his crying? Have you hear our voice? Hold hands with your neighbor. Let's cry out together in corporate major. Asking for a new measure on this land and campus. As you pray, something will come on your life as an individual. We need, we need a new measure. Altar strong enough to host the move of God. Another measure. Holy Ghost, another 1,000. Sister, pray. <laughs> God will give you another measure now. Ushers, pay attention. God is releasing another measure. When the hand of God comes on people, bring them here. I want to pray for them. Another measure. Holy Ghost, another one thousand. <laughs> Another measure, Holy Ghost, another one thousand. Another measure, Holy Ghost, another one thousand. Another measure, Holy Ghost, another one thousand. Another measure. Another one thousand. Somebody pray. Another measure. Holy Ghost. Another one thousand. Another measure. Holy Ghost. Another one thousand. Another measure. Holy Ghost. Another one thousand. <laughs> Another measure. Another measure. Another one 
the hand of God is moving now. It's 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 moving now. Spirit of the living God. We bring the witness. We bring the witness to the left, to the right, to the front, to the back. We bring the witness. We bring the witness. Holy Ghost! My God. Let your water pour. Let it pour. Let it pour. The Lord will touch your heart with coals of fire. You will encounter the ministry of the seraphim with coals. session the temple will be increased this is just for us to get you in tune with what is about to happen are you getting the point but there are 12 people here if I drop the mic that God listen to me God will invade your life so much that it will seem as if your life scattered 12. And I want you to know that as God is doing the work in these 12 people, you can key in to the moment of the Spirit. Is what? Okay. Key into the moment of the Spirit. Listen to me. Close your eyes. Lift up your hands. Let's ask the Holy Spirit to descend on those 12 people. Close your eyes. Father, in the name of Jesus. Ushers, do, do we have enough ushers? Protocol. Go and become an usher. Go inside. Nothing will happen to me. We need you to bring those 12 people as fast as possible. So we can close. Even if you are not an usher, if the power of God comes on somebody beside you, bring the person forward. So it's coming now. It's coming now. 12. 
Bring those two sisters at the middle. Look at that sister. Look at that brother. Twelve. 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 Even if you are not an usher, bring the person. Bring the person. Put your hands under. Somebody help her. Help her. Help her. Help her now. The guy on white, the hand of, lift your hands, the hand of God is on you. Close your eyes. It's increasing, 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 it's The hand of God is still moving. It's 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 still moving. Holy Ghost. Even if you are not an usher, bring the person. Help and bring the person. Even if you are not an usher. We consecrate this place as the Holy Ghost zone. Pay attention. Don't, don't be distracted. Pay attention. If you can't, close your eyes. It's coming to you now. 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 Bring them. Bring them. Bring them. You are not an usher. Bring, bring them. The hand of God is in this place. It's in this place. Father Pakaporia, shut up is reaching you now. It's a river is flowing. It's reaching you. If you will close your eyes and it will help you, you can close your eyes. It's coming to you. 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 Holy Ghost. It's coming to you. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Bring her forward. Bring her. There is a young man. The hand of God is coming on you very strong. As I speak now. Receive it. Receive it. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. (laughs) Bring them for me. Bring them for me. It doesn't matter whether you are, you are an usher, you are a protocol. The hand of God can touch you too. 
we speak to the guests of this campus. Whether people are in their rooms, nature halls, hostels, homes, the fire of God is coming there. Something is happening, I'm telling you. You need to be a first partaker. Say after me, Lord, I receive. It's coming to you now.